Start the show, I want to very quickly say thank you to our podcast sponsor, which is Hostfully. So those of you that have been hiding under a rock for a very long time and don't know who Hostfully are, they are one of the market leaders in the digital guidebook world. If you haven't yet got a digital guidebook for your hospitality business, please make sure it's the thing that you do today. The best thing about digital guidebooks is it is free to get started. Go to H-O-S-T-F-U-L-L-Y dot com and you can get a free digital guidebook today from Hostfully. What you can do from there is you can inform your guests about any changes that are currently happening in your local area. You can tell them Wi-Fi codes, you can show them how to use the dishwasher and all of those um, amazing things. It's not just for rentals, it can be used for bed and breakfasts as well. So go and get your free digital guidebook by going to hostfully.com. There is a freemium option and you can upgrade to get more digital guidebooks and more features. When you do that, if you'd like two months free, please put Boostly2M, B-O-O-S-T-L-Y-2M in the coupon code section, you'll get two months free. I'll be back later in this episode just to mention Hostfully one more time, but just want to say thank you so much to all of the team at Hostfully for continuing to sponsor the podcast. It means the world. So let's get on with the show. Okay, good morning, good afternoon, good evening and welcome. And I am so looking forward to this podcast episode. You are joining me for the first ever Boostly Roundtable. And today we are gonna be talking all about social media. This is a freestyle. I'm going off the dome. Thank you, Ready for my close up, good looking. Let me tell you, get more bookings. Oh, that'd be nice, giving me tips, tools and advice. Yeah, you're gonna get them, hon. You're gonna sit back, listen to Mark Simpson. Oh, having a blast. Gonna get it on the Bruce Lee podcast. Bruce Lee like Bruce Lee, cause it's so hard and the tea is loose leaf. Making up those rhymes, don't write it, just do it loosely. If you want my respect, you are better put direct. Mmm, here are the words in the podcast, that's what comes next. Okay. Welcome, welcome. Welcome to uh, the Boostly Podcast. We are in season 11, episode one. And as you can see on the screen with me, it's not just going to be me talking in this episode. I am go- I have asked and encouraged experts from around the world of hospitality and beyond to come on and help me help you. And what we're going to do is each episode of this series, we're gonna focus on a different topic. Today is social media. Now I put the post out on LinkedIn for people to come and help. And I am so very fortunate that I've got four experts that are gonna come and are gonna help you. Craig, don't laugh. So (laughs) so, uh, this is is something that has never been done before in our industry. The reason why I wanted to do this season and the way I wanted to structure it like this is that I believe that the podcast format is very stale, where it's just one guest, one person talking, pretty much doing the same interview, just a different person week in, week out. But when we get it in a group style like this, the conversation can be going so many different variants. We've got so many different experts. We've got so many different opinions. And so I'm very, very, very excited to have these guests with me. Now, what we're going to do to start with is I'm going to get everybody to give a real quick intro. um, Tell us a little bit about them and, and what they do and who they help. 
And then we're going to get into the questions. Now, everybody that's watching with us, and we've got people joining from all over the world, and I can see you all in the comments. So please let me know in the comments uh, where you are in the world, your business, your website, and give yourself a little pitch and a plug because you never know who's watching. There might be your next guest watching. But what we're going to do while, we're, while you're doing that, also leave a hashtag live if you're with me. Share this in Facebook groups. Share this on LinkedIn. Share this on Instagram. Tell hosts that we are here to help. We're going to go into straight into our first guest, which is Sue. So, Sue, if you could just do me a major favor here. Could you just please give everybody a super quick intro to who you are, where you are in the world, and what you do? Certainly. I hope everyone can hear me. Um, my name is Sue Thompson, and I run my business called Catch Design Management in Stokesley in North Yorkshire. Um, it's just little me on my own in the agency, but uh, I do mainly social media management for various small businesses, um, as well as social media training, website design, etc. Um, very much at this stage, it's helping supporting local businesses to try and keep them going on their social media through these difficult times. And uh, we're very much looking forward to speaking to you all today. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Okay, moving swiftly on. Becky, if uh, you could just please give yourself a little bit of an intro, give yourself a big up, let us know where you are in the world and, and who you help, please. Sure. Um, yeah, so I'm Becky and my company is called People by People. Uh, I am not into um, people trafficking, as somebody once genuinely asked me on Facebook. Um, it is because I genuinely believe that phrase uh, and on social media. Um, I specialise in working with hospitality, tourism and events companies, um, helping them with their social media. Uh, and I too am in Yorkshire, but I am in West Yorkshire, so I'm in Leeds. So hi from Western North. <laughs> hi from Western North. Thank you very much. Okay, moving uh, on to Kim. Kim Willis, please can you just give a, a super quick intro, who you are, where you are in the world and who you help? Hi everyone, good evening. Hi, I'm Kim Willis. I'm a social media manager in South Devon in the UK. I also run a small agency called Devonly Social. Um, and I have three holiday cottages in South Devon and we're in a very remote spot. So marketing has always been very interesting and getting the right people along. And um, I also help my clients get more eyes on their YouTube podcasts and um, Instagram channels as well. Amazing, amazing. Thank you very much. Okay, moving swiftly on, uh, Mr. Craig Webb. Craig, could you just please give us a, a quick intro to who you are, who you help, and where you are in the world, please? Yeah, hi, I'm Craig Webb. Uh, my company is Web Marketing, uh, it speaks for itself. Primarily, I'm a hotel and restaurant manager in the Cotswolds. Uh, I'm based in Oxfordshire, uh, but uh, when we went into lockdown, I, I set up my own company, mostly off the back of what I learned from, uh, from what you taught me, Mark, and, and putting that into practice. Um, helping customers get direct business and, and direct bookings, um, helping with SEO, social media, um, landing pages, that sort of thing, automating social media, um, doing whatever I can to help businesses in that way. Fantastic. So uh, what we're going to do, the way that today is, is going to work, is I am going to ask our esteemed guests and experts a couple of questions. Now, um, it's going to be interesting. This is the way a roundtable works, is that we're all going to have uh, a different opinion on, on what everybody has to say. And what I would love for everybody who is tuning in live with us and on the replay, you can join in as well. Now, the reason why I'm focusing on social media 
to start with is because it's the, the, the out of all the marketing tactics, I love social media the most. I think it is a tool that you can have fantastic reach for free. You don't have to pay any money to do it. Of course, if you want to get a little bit of eyes on, on what you're doing, um, putting a little bit of money behind it always helps. But social media is, is fantastic because there is so many people all over the world that are using this, particularly now. I mean, we are recording this uh, January 2021 uh, for those of you who are watching this in the future and this is just a, a distant memory this is during lockdown 77 i believe it was uh this is lockdown number three uh, there's been lots of them and i just want to put this out for for, for for the recording as well for when i am listening back to this in the future i am actually recording this with covid i had a positive test last friday i am in isolation, uh, which is why I'm, I'm here at the at, at home and, and not at the office. But we are all fine. We are all well. Um, but it is a bit bizarre. So everybody is on social media, whether we like it or not. We are addicted to these things, and um, everybody is currently on a social media of, of of choice. You know, when you're watching Netflix, you're not really watching Netflix. You're on your phone, and this is a fantastic opportunity for hospitality owners right now. Even if we can't take leisure guests right now, we can be using these platforms to stay top of mind, which is why I invited these experts with to hopefully pass on some tips that you can put into practice right now. And this is, this topic is, this is going to be a chapter in my book that's coming out this year. The Book Direct Playbook is going to be a chapter in my book this year. And what I want to do with every episode in this season, depends on how popular it is, I want to be focusing on a different chapter in each episode. Now, if you want to find out more about the book, just head to boostly.co.uk, B-O-O-S-T-L-Y forward slash book and you can find out more about what I'm putting together. So let's start off with our uh, first guest. We'll go back to Sue. Sue, and the question that I would like to ask you, don't laugh, is what has been, and I can see lots of lovely social media on the lovely wall, Carl, you've got behind you. You've got all, all the channels behind you right there. But what has been your number one social media tool to grow your business and what has been the one social media of choice that you have recommended to your clients and the people that you have helped over the years and why? Good question, or oh, two questions. Um, it's hard for me to pick um, a favorite for a client because I think every client has its own agenda and I think it really depends on where they want to, where their customers are and who they want to actually push their services too. Um, if I had to pick a favourite that I use, um, I do love Instagram. It's it's a slow grow, a slow love that's grown over over time. Um, and I think I probably would say I spend most of my time um, hanging around on, on that platform. Um, with regards to um, tools, it's really, again, hard for me to pick one. I think a tool that helps me be more um, creative to give me back some of my time to make it as time effective as possible is a really useful tool so anything that I use that's um helps me on a, maybe a third party scheduler something like Hootsuite that allows me to plan and uh, get ahead of myself a little bit um is a massive tool that I would like to sort of definitely use moving forward but there's so many fab tools that I've recommended to people and I always try and recommend ones that have free options so it's not going to break their budget in any way but will help them to get some of their time back as well because often they're running their businesses full-time social media could be full-time if you're really clever about it so I'll try and give them tools that help them to use their time most effectively 
Okay, love that. We will, we'll definitely dissect in that um, later on. But uh, Becky, going to move on to you. So again, same question, your uh, social media. So we've had a little shout for Instagram. What about yourself? What do you love? Yeah, well, for my business, um, LinkedIn has been um, the top of the agenda, especially since the first lockdown. I have to admit that I kind of dabbled in it before that. And then I made a conscious decision to kind of really go for it since the first lockdown and post on it regularly. And I post lots of value on there, lots of opinions, uh, you know, ask lots of questions. And I have genuinely seen um, the fruition of that uh, probably since about October time with people coming to me and sort of client business due to that work that I've done. Um, for my clients, um, I do specialise in B2C, so Facebook and Instagram. And um, I'm a bit of a Facebook geek, to be honest. I do like both. Um, but I do um, I do love Facebook uh, and also the opportunities. I mean, obviously, you could do this in Instagram as well, but the opportunities for Facebook ads um, as well as the organic side of things. So, yeah, that would be my my answer. Interesting. And, and um, it was LinkedIn is how I discovered yourself with the post so definitely so thank That's you right. uh, thank you very much for sharing that you're very uh, welcome moving on to kim so kim what um again same question to you your social media of personal choice mm. and the ones that you recommend and you one that you use most with your clients yeah so um first of all with my devon coastal cottages hat on for my cottages the biggest biggest tool that i've used to grow our business um, has been Facebook. We literally left our agent five years. We, we were with our agent for five years and we left last year just before the global pandemic struck. And um, luckily in that time before, I'd been building up the Facebook page. I'd been, um, I've utilised the Pixel on there. Also been running ads. And um, I also did a competition to get people to um, like the post and um and a lot of them ended up following us because I invited them to like the page. And Facebook has been the biggest, biggest thing for um, our holiday cottage business. Instagram we use as well, but it's a bit more sort of um, as a compliment, mainly because um, you can't share as many links and you can't, um, you, you can't, it's not as real time as Facebook, I find. I find that people head to Instagram perhaps in the evening or first thing in the morning and they'll spend like, 10 or 20 minutes there whereas I think Facebook people dip in and out of all day and you've also got messenger that links really nicely into Facebook as well um, so setting up the automated messages on the Facebook page has really helped too so I, I'd absolutely say um, Facebook has been number one in building our cottage business and helping us to move independently from an agent as well um, I wouldn't like want to completely build my business on Facebook's land um so you know obviously the email list and you know all the other forms of communication are really important too but um but yeah facebook for me for my cottage business um for my own social media side of my business um instagram um it's kind of where everyone is um and it's a lot more for a business platform i find um for chatting and also for my other social media clients who happen to be um content marketers and estate agents. I've sort of got into property and competent marketers. And Instagram is, is, is really big for them as well. IGTV, Instagram Reels, um, it's great for video. Um, 
so so yes yeah, so that's instagram and then tools that i use there are so many um the biggest thing that i use is notes on my phone and on my computer <laughs> which i love notes and the other really good thing um is a scheduler i use content cal i don't know if you've heard of that um it's really good for um scheduling twitter posts and linkedin um and planaloy it's fantastic for planning out an instagram grid where you can just really see visually how it's going to look and getting your hashtags in and you know really really focusing on your brand planaloy um and the other thing um is an awareness um, diary for um, um, awareness days so that you can create content around little pig points in your business. Um, so you're always talking about something new and starting conversations. So, so yeah, those are my, my tools. <laughs> lots of amazing tools. And I, and I can totally understand why you have got lots of tools and things because you are very busy with it. I, we, I know a lot of people that you help and you do a fantastic uh, job. And I was just trying to look in this office for the planner that you are talking about, but I couldn't ah, find yeah. it. But I it have is... one on my desk if you'd like me to. Yes, yeah. please do show. Uh, we will de please do show it. Uh, Janet Murray. Um, everybody yeah. should know Please. Janet Murray by now yeah the 2021 um, planner it's I got one in 2020 and I've got my 2021 and it is phenomenal and now no, normally we are all very tech driven we all like to do things on computers and phones and tablets and all other things but one of the big game changers for me was taking it old school and putting it on paper and I found that when putting it on paper it really does help um, really with content planning and we will definitely talk about content planning as we go on so thank you very much for that and um, what I would love everybody to do live or on the replay in the comments if you hear something that one of our experts has said like Planoly um, is one of the ones that just picked up there and I can see someone in the comments talking about it please do go and find it on um, Google and just pop it in the comments for us so we can all go and find it because there are going to be some uh, lots of tips in this now he's been very very patient he's been waiting <laughs> Mr Craig Webb uh, so same question to you please <clears throat> what is your uh, social well, media you know, they've choices? They've all said the good answers. So well, I'm <laughs> going to go with, um, firstly, my phone. Uh, you know, an iPhone 10 is just, it's probably a bit of a cheaty answer, but it, it comes everywhere with me. And I can run the business with it. it even in downtime, you know, you're sitting um, in a car park waiting or, um, you know, any downtime like that. You can you can do posts, you can run your business from it, check your emails, um can mention the notes section i keep all the hashtags i use for for instagram in there so i don't have to type them every time you just copy and paste them um so that's what i i use i also use um my g drive my google drive quite a bit to plan my social media posts i actually created a calendar with 365 posts ready to go for this year so the idea was already there written out um, and then in a month or a week in advance I can just go in expand on the post and uh, sort of tweak it to the business I'm helping with um, so personally for my business I think Facebook has been the best because I run a Facebook group in there um, so that's really helped me grow grow my group um, but for my clients I've got two different clients uh, in particular, I'm thinking of, and one is a IT recruitment company. So for them, LinkedIn is the best, uh, and their Facebook page does nothing. Um, but LinkedIn gets really good interaction. Um, but I've got another client that's got a food business, uh, and inter uh, Instagram and Facebook are, are the best too. And I'm finding more and more. I've always said 
oh, Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. But now, as I'm using Creator Studio a little bit more, I'm finding actually that the Instagram posts get many, many more likes than the Facebook posts. Um, but it tends to be the Facebook posts get more comments uh, and that type of interaction. So I'm seeing different different results at the moment. So I'm going to stay with you, Craig, because we did mm-hmm. come back to you last. And I want to just um, ask you something, something that you picked up on just there. And it's uh, something that I think so many hosts and just business owners in general are starting to realize and play around with. And it's Creator Studio. Now, could mm-hmm. you please... For somebody that this is the first time that they've heard of Creator Studio, just give a breakdown of what it is in simple terms and what can they do with it and definitely reference Instagram for me. Okay, so Facebook Creator Studio is a place you go. Uh, If you've already got a Facebook business page, you will have Facebook Creator Studio. So you just type it into your search bar and it will come up. Um, And you've got two icons at the top, Facebook and Instagram. I tend to then do it so I post an image to Instagram um, and I write out my post, put the hashtags in there, you can you can put in the place, you can tag other businesses, you can alt tag the image in there. And then underneath, you can then tick whether you want to post it at the same time to your Facebook page as well. Um, and then you can schedule it to go out at a particular time. So. So from there, that's mainly what I use it for, is, is for simple images just to go out on Facebook and Instagram at the same time. Uh, and you can also do Instagram Lives in there uh, and Reels, and, and, and you can see your statistics, you can see how many comments you've had and what your reach is, and it gives you all that, um, all that information as well. I love that. Thank you very much. Let me just skip, skip to... Sorry, to Sue. Uh, now, you mentioned about using a software like Hootsuite. Now, um, a question that I have, and I see it and hear it all the time, and you can speak to so many different people and they'll give so many different answers, and I can already see a comment in the live. Is there an argument to say that if you're going to use a third-party scheduler for social media, it will affect the reach that it has on the platform that you are sending it to? What are your thoughts on that? Um, it's been said, but I've, I've experimented, I've tested, and I've, I genuinely haven't seen that that's been an issue. Um, genuinely, I've used Creator Studio, and it, it's it's a little bit glitchy. I'll, I'll be honest with you, I found it. So I found um, something like Hootsuite. It's just the one I've stuck with. It's a bit like um, joining a bank. I could go somewhere else, but I just haven't got the energy to move everything. Um, so I'm sort of sticking with the one I, I started with, but I know there's a lot of other good ones out there. But I genuinely don't think it's had any real impact on um, on a reach. I don't schedule months ahead. I only ever go a week ahead. So it's it's there to be changed and adapted and um, improved on if I needed to, if I really thought that there was an issue on that. Um, but I've got eight, well, between eight and ten clients um, and I couldn't do it any other way without using a third-party tool for my sanity. So um, I think everybody here, what, what I think the, the, definitely the, the feedback I'm getting is you've got to play around f- for yourself. Um, now, if you were to use Creator Studio and you like Creator Studio, and yeah, it is a little glitchy, the beauty of using a Facebook-driven tool to schedule your content is that it's Facebook that you are scheduling it on. You're not using a third party, so you can guarantee that the reach is going to be 
the same as if you were using it in platform. But the cool thing about it, like Craig mentioned, is that you can schedule on Instagram, which is, again, a massive benefit. Now, we are um, 20 minutes in. And what I would love for you to do, everybody that is watching live with me, reach your phone and just go and tap one of these emojis as many, 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 many times as you can. Let's see who can do it in the next minute. The person that will touch that um, love button emoji the most amount of times in the next minute, I've got a little prize to send to you at home. So go and touch that little love heart emoji button. Tell me how times you've done it and press it in the comment. I've got a little present to send to you at home. And also as well, Please, can you make sure that you go and follow on social media our experts that have joined us in today? Now, we're going to move on to a question and I'm going to pour a little bit of salt on the proceedings because as much as I love our experts here and I love all experts around the world, they, there are some, and not these people that I've got with me, that do talk and nonsense, what I think is nonsense anyway. But when, basically what I want to do is I want to uncover some of the things that our esteemed experts have heard in the past and they've just gone, I don't agree with that. It's because it's really good to have different opinions on different topics. Now for me, in the past, when somebody would have started to talk about LinkedIn, I would have rolled my eyes. But as, um, as uh, I, I believe it was Kim said, or Becky said, you never build your house on someone else's land. You never focus everything in, in one platform. And I have made that error personally over the years with Facebook. Now, if anybody has kept up to date with my shenanigans with Facebook and my personal account over the last couple of months, you can see that I've been banned locked out, can't get back on it in any way, shape or form. Uh, luckily, I put some steps in place to make sure that um, I could still communicate with clients and whatnot. But I have shifted into being present on LinkedIn a little more. So again, um, these are things that in the past I would have disagreed with, but now I can totally see the benefit and, and, and like the, I really do get, get into like LinkedIn at the moment. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring it back to Kim. So Kim, my question to you and my question to everybody is, what is that one thing or bit of advice that you um, hear getting passed around, not by one person, we're not going to call anybody out, but by general experts that you disagree with, please. Okay, so for me, um, it's two things actually in their Instagram. Um, one is spammy tagging, people telling people to tag everyone in their posts. I hate that. It's just like completely unnecessary. And when people say, oh, only use like eight hashtags on your Instagram posts. It's a load of rubbish. I've tested it. Um, the more hashtags you can use that are really relevant to your audience and the deeper you can go with your hashtag research, the better. The best thing you can do is not use the really popular ones like um, Motivation Monday or just like a really boring, you know, generic one. If you can actually search for... Um, say Devon property or Devon holiday cottage that will get far more more views because that's actually what people are using Instagram for to search for that one thing um, and you'll get a far better reach and engagement on your posts if you do that I really really 100% agree with the spammy taggy I see it so much on on LinkedIn and um, you, you, you can unmute your mic, Kim, because I'm going to... Uh, <laughs> sorry, I can see that you unmuted it. Um, 
that I see it so much and a specific people will, will write out a post and then just at the bottom of the post, they'll just tag everybody that they are connected with on, on LinkedIn. It's something that I never understood and it is like somebody who said, listen, to get total reach on LinkedIn, just go and tag everybody, which again, I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm glad you mentioned that, so so thank you. And again, I think keyword research is key and we will definitely come back to that. Thank you very much. All right, uh, Sue. Let's move back to, uh, to Sue. So what is that one piece of advice that you just get here passed around that you just strongly disagree with? I would think the one that comes to mind is when people say just post exactly the same content at the same time across every channel because I don't think that's the correct thing to do. Um, they all have their own audiences. They have their own um platform um, specificities, if you like, and uh, having that kind of overview where you think you're going to hit everyone with one post going out across the board. Um, I just don't, I don't like, I, I could have, go with the same kind of styling, the same, same kind of idea, but I will adjust what I'm writing for the different platforms and make sure that they go when the audiences are there. The analytics on all of the platforms are there to be used and you can go on and very easily see when your pages or when your platforms are um, are view viewed by your followers. So use that time more sensibly to post your content when you know that your audience is there. I really like that. Thank you. Okay, moving on to Becky. Same question. And I can see you nodding along with what other people are yeah. saying. And, and, and so what is something that you do here that you strongly disagree with? Well, first of all, Sue's stolen one of mine. So I completely agree with Sue. It's a massive bugbear of mine. When I hear people go, oh, just cross post it from Facebook to Instagram. Like she says, it's completely different markets, completely different times. Um, what really bugs me is when you see about 50 hashtags on a Facebook uh, post and about 10 at symbols because people obviously aren't tagged on Facebook as they are on Instagram. And I think it just looks really lazy and unprofessional and, and lots of other reasons. So I completely agree with that, Sue. Um, the other thing um, is when I hear people say, oh, if you've not got an image, just use a stock photo. Well, I am so against stock photos. Um, I think if any of my clients are, uh, are listening tonight, they'll be going, oh, God, here she goes again, jumping on about stock photos. Um, similar sort of reasons, really, to cross-posting. It looks lazy. Um, half the time, every man and his dog have used the same sort of stock image. Um, if you're not paying for, you know, for decent ones, it doesn't look authentic. And in my experience, that definitely doesn't go down as well in the Facebook and Instagram algorithms. Also, people, you know, if you're posting, for example, a picture of somebody's food, like a Sunday lunch, that is what people are going to expect when they come to you. And if it's completely different, they're going to be like, uh, what's this? You know, it's, it's nothing like that. So to me, it's using stock photos avoid them like the plague if you can i really like that and, and there's a lot of people agreeing in the comments that i can see on on the, on the channels as well so lovely craig I, I didn't mean to come back to you last again buddy but it has happened and i know a lot of people have shared a lot but the cool thing about this question is that there are a ton of answers and again i sh i open it up to everybody that is watching live with us and in the replay if there's something that is that you hear being passed 
from so-called experts around the world and you strongly disagree with, please leave it in, in the comments because, again, this is a question that has got so many answers. So, Buddy, over to you. Um, well, the one that gets me is that um, you need to, to hustle till your eyeballs bleed. You need to work your fingers to the bone. You need to uh, not sleep until you're a millionaire. And I just don't I don't buy it. You just enjoy your life as well. You can't be on it 24 seven. Just pick the channels that are right for you um, and work with those channels. You don't need to be on every single channel trying to. Um, create different content for different audiences. Just work out where your audience is um, and, and create your content to them and speak to them. You don't need to be working so hard that you just get burnt out. So it's more of a, a wellness and mindfulness answer from me. <laughs> Whilst we are in here, we're about halfway through I do want to give a very quick shout out to our sponsors of this episode, which is Hostfully. So you will have heard me talking about Hostfully a lot over the course of the last four seasons now of the Boostly podcast. They have sponsored each of the of the last episodes of the last couple of seasons, which, which means a lot. And I wanted to give them a little mention because they have not only one of the leaders in the digital guidebook, Spear. So for those of you who haven't got a digital guidebook, please do. It's the most important thing that everybody can do in 2021 and beyond. But they've also got an award-winning PMS. So for those of you who are based in the UK, in Europe, you may not know of Hostfully and relate to them as being a, a property management software, but they are an award-winning company for that. So please do go check them out because they do sponsor this show. It means that I can uh, have all of this kicked and do all of the things and just means that I don't have to pass on the charge to everybody that's tuning into here. So go to hostfully.com. You get a free digital guidebook. And um, if you want to upgrade that to a premium option, just put Boostly2M in the, uh, the old promo code there and you get two months free. Okay, so we've talked about quite a lot of cool things here. Now, what I want to do is I want to get everybody on the screen at the same time. So we've got we've got Becky, we've got Kim, we've got Sue, we've got Craig all on the screen with us. You can all unmute your microphones because what I want this to be is a proper round table. We have discussed everything so far. We've, we've discussed about this number one social media choice. We've talked about tips and the things that are our bug bears. Now, I'm going to just pick on one person at a time here to, to answer these, these questions, and then we can have a, a, a general group conversation before we go on to the quick fires. So when it comes to keyword hashtag, and I will come to, to Kim for, for a keyword hashtag question, but then others can jump in as well. Now, do you have a specific tactic? Because keywords, we all assume, is just Instagram, or we just assume it's Twitter. But actually now, all of the channels are bringing keywords in to their general sphere. So it is very important. So Kim, we'll start with you. How do you go about doing keyword research? What do you do, and how long do you spend doing it? Okay, so um, if I'm doing an Instagram post for a client, for example, and I'm looking for hashtags specifically, I will probably spend about, sounds crazy, 10 to 15 minutes maybe looking at those hashtags for that particular post because it needs to relate to the image and to the text. You can't just copy and paste, copy and paste, copy and paste. If I'm doing some blog writing, then I will go to, um, to Google and I will start typing into the search 
um, like how many, what to do in Devon with, and then I'll see what comes up just to see what people are searching for, like teenagers. That's a good one. Um, and the other thing you can do is there's a, there's a load of tools that you can use for this. Um, but I'm quite fond of TubeBuddy for um, looking at keyword research tools. That's really, really, really good, especially if you are doing YouTube videos, because you can just look at um, the keyword research tool and see what's popular, what's not, what's trending, and how likely you are to then trend in your in your video. Um, so yeah, so it takes time. You can't you can't rush keyword research. Um, but I think the the main thing is to look what everyone else is searching for and to think what your customer is searching for. So if there are people that are watching this or listening to this and thinking, oh, that sounds like a bit of a chore. The cool thing about this episode is that you've got four experts that are looking right at the screen right now that you could reach out to on a one-on-one -on -one basis and maybe hire to do some keyword research for and with you. So please do go and follow everybody. Uh, the link, the, the shout out there because the screen, the sound went a little bit muffled was Tube Buddy, T-U-B-E, B-U-D-D-Y. A big shout out to Rob Balabasis, um, who is one of the uh, brand managers at Atubuddy. I've known him for years, ever since his Thinkific days. So he will be very, very glad of a little shout out there. Thank you, Kim. And what I love <laughs> about you, Kim, is that you are bringing tools to this conversation. We've got Planoly, we've got Tubuddy, we've got all of them. So thank you very much. And I can guarantee that people now are doing the Google searches to go and find them. Uh, Becky, let's jump very quickly into uh, yourself. So um, do you adopt a similar style when it comes to keyword research? Or have you got another gem that you could potentially throw in there, please? Um, yes, although I probably wouldn't spend 15 minutes on every post. So now I feel like I need to. Um, so I'll take my hat off to you, Kim. Um, <laughs> Sorry about that. No, it's okay. Um, what I do for my um, clients on a regular basis, though, is I, I do spend quite a bit of time looking at their competitors and seeing what keywords and hashtags they are using. Um, obviously, they're not always the right ones, but you can kind of obviously gauge to see um, what kind of results they are getting. So one of the first things I do when I pick up a new client is, um, is do that kind of thing. There's also, um, as well as the great tools that Kim mentioned, I also use for questions um, something called Answer the Public. I don't know if you've seen that. Um, but that's a really great tool as well. Um, it will give you lots of different questions that are similar to something that you pop into the search engine. And it is, it's probably a little bit more useful for blogs like um, Kim has mentioned, but it does also um, help to see the sort of questions across the Internet that are asked about a specific subject. So, you know, then that you can maybe talk about those things um, on your social media. Yeah, I, I love that you have mentioned that website. I was literally doing um, a bit of content around content creation and, and that was one of the places that I mentioned. So thank you so much for, for mentioning that. Okay, let's go to Craig. Let's go to Craig. Sue, I'm afraid you're gonna be last on this one. Yeah, um, so like Kim, I also use Buddy. Um, even the free version, very good to give you some um, keywords in there. I also use uh, YouTube, and what I try to do, I, I put in my phrase, and then I look at what's a similar word that means the same thing. So you use an alternative word that has a similar meaning. So you know, different people might be 
putting something similar in. And, and then obviously you're looking at the search results. Uh, you're looking at what's coming up in the drop down in the search bar or completing the search and look what comes up at the very bottom. And there are different searches down there because it says people also search for. Um, and that gives you some good research there. Um, and then also I just look at what other local businesses are using in the area. So I might, I've got clients in areas where I don't live, so I don't perhaps know um, about the region or about the geography. So, so I look at what the, other, what the other businesses are using and what the other businesses are using in that area um, and, and see if they're relevant to the business I'm working for. Amazing. Thank you, buddy. And I, uh, I like how a few of us now have mentioned about looking at what other people are doing. And particularly when I say look at what other people are doing, success leaves clues. So go and find the people that you can see that are doing so well on maybe Instagram or Facebook, see what posts are, are relating because you don't have to reinvent the wheel a lot, of, a lot of the time. What is really important, you don't copy word for word, but you take inspiration from it and uh, and again success leaves clues and that is literally what i did at the granary when we were growing our social media there's a really cool feature on your facebook page insights where you can go and follow other pages and you can see which of their posts get the most traction so you might as well take advantage of these free tools so you um go in have a look at it and it gives you a real cool barometer of where you are at so let's move on to sue Sue, yeah. what would be your sort of tactic? And, it, and again, because you're the last on this and it, you know, there's only so much you can do about keyword research, but what would you, let's sort of open up a little bit more. What would you do in sort of research on a whole? Say you've got a new client that comes to you and goes, Sue, we really need a lot of help here. How do you, what do you use? I can see you've got Yoast in the background as one of, as one of the <laughs> lovely little things. Yeah, all my little words. Yeah, so, um, yeah oh, a, a lot of the, the other tools that the, the other guys have mentioned, but certainly when I I put together a social media strategy for a client the first thing I do is do my, what I call my competitor analysis and that is literally like we've all said going out and seeing exactly what the client believes are their competitors and how they're managing on social media um, as you've said I think knowledge is power how can we possibly really counter an argument or counter our, our campaign against another business if we have no idea how they are actually performing. And it's pulling those strengths, those weaknesses, those opportunities and the threats all together from what you can see that your competitors um, are all or are putting out there. So that's usually like a big chunk of work that I like to get started with. Um, on the sort of keyword and sort of hashtag uh, research, again, I'd like to say I'd spend 15 minutes every post, but I try and do a lot of that at the beginning as part of the strategy to create what I would call hashtag collections. So it's like a series of maybe 10 to 20 hashtags around certain themes or um, campaign areas that I want to look at. And then I will search those hashtags and bring those into the collections so that I've got a nice selection of a couple of big ones, a couple of middle ones, but then more specific ones like uh, like Kim mentioned that are really going to sort of drill down the detail um, of where uh, what you want to be found for. Prior to, I think, blame it on the American election, the uh, the related hashtags element within Instagram was a great tool, and you could do a lot of that organically. Um, that tool at the moment has been taken away. I understand it's coming back, but I think we'll have to wait a little while. So I've actually gone over to use another tool called Flick. 
um, which basically allows me to develop these collections by putting in um, keywords and then developing 10 to 20, 30 collections of different hashtags around certain themes. And again, those are measured in the hierarchy. So I'm looking at larger ones, smaller ones and sort of medium sized ones. So I find that bringing all of that together, bringing all that into the strategy, I've then got again a, a good tool that Craig mentioned because I've got all of those hashtags in place putting all of those into my phone into notes so I've always got them there or I've been able to just pull them from Flick and copy them across into Hootsuite which is what I would tend to do and mixing them up don't get stale with your hashtags don't use the same 30 in the same order post after post after post really try and mix them up and try and bring in you know obviously for, for where I'm based I always use hashtag Stokesley because that's where I want to be found so I always make sure that somewhere in that 30, if it's for my business, that that one is mentioned and, and added in there. Um, just mentioning quickly about, you said about using Facebook, obviously the Facebook business pages are changing. Um, they've actually given a back to us, which is lovely, the, the dedicated news feed, because it disappeared for a while. It's now come back and it's now been put in a more prominent place. And again, that's a great way of, of working and seeing what else is going on out there and also a top tip is to look at the page transparency tab on facebook business pages because again you can go down into that and find out what similar types of businesses are doing on the advertising side which again will give you information to plan your own campaign that is a, a really good tip and i'm really glad you mentioned it because again so many people don't realize that it's there but we only see what the the business or the wants us to see from from the organic newsfeed for a lot of the time a lot of businesses are doing what i would call their best work in the paid sphere and it, it wouldn't pop up on your newsfeed because you're not being targeted so again for for inspiration on what to post on what works you can definitely go in and you can you can see what they're doing and again it's if you scroll down on it so if you go down to the boostly facebook page and scroll right to the bottom you will see there's a page transparency click on that now you will see no adverts because Facebook has banned me from doing any adverts for all their wisdom. <laughs> I, I swear I am not this naughty. They just do not like me for whatever I've reason. I've just been banned too, if that's any consolation. <laughs> well, that's good. We're in good, we're in, we're, in, we're in good company. But like I said to the Boostly members from the hospitality community for the Boostly Academy, because I, I was going to put a sizable chunk of my budget to Facebook ads this year, but because they've just said no, instead what I'm going to do, I'm going to put the money back into them. We're going to do giveaways and goodies, just like we are doing now. So if you can go on your phone, tap the love heart button as much, as much, as much, as much as possible. And then I want you to share this video. So share it in Facebook groups, share it on your personal feed. Just hit the share button. Let me know that you've done it. I will pick one person and I will send you a goodie in the post. So screw you, Facebook. You're not taking my ad money. Instead, I'm going to send it <laughs> to lovely Team Boostly people uh, with little goodies in, in the post. Okay, so I'm keeping you all on screen. And what I want to do, because we're, we're nearly 50 minutes in and, and I really do appreciate your time. What I would love for everybody to do, and I mean this, please do go and follow all of our experts. And I will make sure that we get the best link for all of you to go at the end when I give everybody a chance to give themselves a little pitch and plug. A question came in, in the thread, and I think it's a really good question. And it's, I am stuck doing the day-to-day -day of my business it's very easy to look from inside the bottle. It's easy to get stuck doing that. They said, do we recommend hiring somebody to do this work for us? My advice is yes, hire. Because again, you can really get stuck with 
assumptions. And you know what they say about assumptions. You can really get in assumptions of what people are looking for to find potentially you. And again, if you can hire somebody who is an expert at this to do the work for you, that can come at it totally biased, don't know anything about you know, how soft your pillows are or, you know, how good your cooked breakfast is, but can look at it from a point of what people are looking for and searching for, I think that you will get a massive head start. And again, I think you will be, all of you will be pleasantly surprised that it's not costing you an arm or a leg to do this. I mean, that's the general assumption as well, especially from those who come from Yorkshire. We don't like spending for stuff. So, you know what I mean? You've got to, uh, you've got to do that. And, and, and again, it's, it, took, it took me, mindset-wise, son of a Yorkshire farmer, Grew up not spending for out to, to get around this mindset, but it's one of the best things that I did. So before we finish, I would I always love to ask quick fire questions, especially when I get guests with us. And um, these quick fire questions uh, are things that I have just come up with over, over the course of the last couple of weeks. But I'm going to ask everybody. And what I would love is that if everybody who is watching on the live as well, leave your answers to these and I would say quite crazy questions, bit weird questions, but let's go with it because for a bit of fun um, in, in the comments. So the first we're going to go to Craig because we've gone to you last for a lot of this, but let's going to go with you first this time. So the first quick fire question, and you can be long in your answer if you like. What have, okay. you, what have you changed your mind on in the past <laughs> five years? And you do not have to give me a football related answer. <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay, we're both on the same team with that one. Uh, no, a very short answer, and um, it, really from the news recently, my, it's a very short answer, just the BBC. Mm. Interesting. You caught me, I noticed you said it was a short answer, but you caught me mid-drink, and I was like, I wasn't expecting it <laughs> to be literally one I just feel word. they're not bipartisan anymore, and um, um, yeah, changed a little bit for me. Interesting. All right. So when a little politics there. Okay, Kim, let's move on, on on to you. No, that's all right. Don't do not apologize. <laughs> Kim, what is what is the answer to your question? Um, so the biggest thing I've changed my mind in the last five years is that you don't have to always go with like a big agent. Um, you know, I I know this sounds like a bit of a um you know, contrived answer considering like we're all in the hospitality industry here. But um, we went it alone, did our own bookings and anyone can do it. You've just got to put in the effort, the time and build up your channels and reach people and talk about what you do. Um, but yeah, that biggest thing is you don't have to always go with what everyone else is doing. I like that. When everybody zigs, you can zag. Sue, yeah. let's, uh, let's come to you next for, for your answer, please. Well, I feel a little bit two-faced, really, because I would say prior, well, many years ago, I couldn't get my head around Facebook advertising because I just thought, oh, it's a load of nonsense. But I've subsequently been on courses, had qualifications, trained in it, and I can see how marvellous it is. Um, and it is a fantastic tool to have at my elbow. Now they've actually stopped my ad account. I'm, <laughs> I'm a bit like that. But luckily, I've got another two I can re rely on. But um, they are very hit and miss on what they're doing at the moment. And I think once they're back on their even keel, um, normal service will resume. And um, I shall be in a more positive frame of mind when it comes to it. But I can really see the value now. And I, now I understand it. It's not the dark art that people think it is. Um, you know, you can get your head around it. You can learn the skills. And it makes a massive difference. Thank you. Uh, Becky. Um, mine's a little bit more sort of blasé. Um, te teachers is mine. Um, 
because uh, having had to homeschool my two kids in the last three lockdowns, um, I completely take my hat off to them. Whereas before, I probably thought, and my sister-in-law was one of them, hopefully she's not watching, that they maybe had a little bit of a, a jolly over the summer and it wasn't that hard. I have absolutely no idea how they do it. I mean, yes, they get paid for it and they're trained to do it and they don't have to do a full-time job as well as homeschool. But, yeah, teachers is my uh, is my answer to that one. <laughs> Uh, bringing it back to, to teachers today, I had to watch my Alfie, my eight-year-old, do a Zoom class with his other classmates and teachers. And that just made the respect for Lufia mm -hmm. and Andrew go up tenfold because as much as we think us adults can't use this software, seeing an eight-year-old trying to use it is hilarious. Literally, the, the way he has the camera and the angle that he has his camera, he, is, he had his crotch on camera for most of the Zoom chats. So he, he, um, I've got massive respect for teachers, particularly during these times. Okay, let's, let's mix up the question a little bit. And um, Sue, did I, did I ask you yours, the one that you changed your mind on or not? I can't, I've literally... Oh yeah, Facebook advertising. I did. Sorry, it's the COVID. Uh, next thing, um, what absurd, and we'll go to Sue next, what absurd, stupid, or fun thing do you do that somebody else looks at you and goes, what are you doing? <laughs> and I will start you all off with mine. I absolutely love those trashy magazines in the supermarkets that you see just as you're checking out. I cannot help it but reading the cover or even the contents. Uh, depending on how long you can get away without getting dodgy looks from the shopkeeper. Like, are you going to buy that, mate? So what, Sue, what would be yours? Well, I have kind of one firmly in my mind, but it's being quickly usurped by another. But I have to say TikTok, because I don't have any clients on TikTok. I have done three TikToks myself, and that's it. But I just like to go on and watch people do all the silly dances, um, all of the stupid dogs, the cats, all of that. That's my guilty pleasure where I just go and watch. I have no, you know, any other social media that I go on, I'm thinking about what I'm doing. I'm thinking about clients. On TikTok, I don't care. I just watch it and I enjoy it. And uh, I just love all of that. But recently, I've now joined, uh, just when they brought out another social media, is Clubhouse. And now I spend, I would say, it feels like 23 hours a day listening to Clubhouse whilst I'm pretending I'm working over here. So it's kind of taking over TikTok a little bit, but that's a bit too working. So it's not so fun, much fun. I, uh, I'm really intrigued. <laughs> Have you done a TikTok dance? No. Not yet. I, uh, my only TikTok was me with pink hair because I found that filter and that's about it really. Amazing. I, I, I'm going to go and find it. I am going to go and find it. Okay, uh, <laughs> Becky, same question. Yeah, it's, funny, it's funny you should say that, talking about TikTok. It wasn't a TikTok, but my best performing post on LinkedIn this year was when I shared the family lockdown boogie that my eldest daughter made us do, video dance. <laughs> and God knows what possessed me to share it but I thought I'll oh, sod this for a game of soldiers so there's a, a little uh, little <laughs> definitely check that out but yeah you know um, you, you know why it does sorry just to say but you know why it does is because you are sharing you you're sharing yes, your, your know, and, and, yeah. and I've always said this and this is probably why for a thousand days I shared our daily vlog of our lives is that people love to see people enjoying the journey 
And when you yeah. sort of let the guard down and you do something that you think is absurd and everybody's going to just pass on by, they like it because it's different. When everybody zigs, you yeah. zag. And, and, and I can totally see why it worked. And I'm 100% going to go and find that. <laughs> but... <laughs> anymore i don't care anymore. um but for me my guilty pleasure is um i'm um a bit of an 80s chick i listen to absolute radio 80s when i'm working and i have to admit that there are occasions when i've had enough that i might whack it up and have a little bit of a boogie to maybe flash dance or something Amazing. this isn't on tiktok or anything this is just in private Good. But that would be my guilty sort of secret pleasure, whatever the word is. Thank you for sharing. And that is a much better way of asking this question. Craig, what is your guilty pleasure? Uh, well, I have done a TikTok dance only to keep my daughter happy, who's just about 12 years old now. Um, and well done for Sue for being the first to mention uh, Clubhouse. Um, so my absurd guilty pleasure, Talking of Clubhouse, really I think that Craig's uh, maybe daughter is on um, Twitter, Twitter, TikTok as we speak. So it just went a little bit glitchy there. So if you could just repeat that, buddy, and don't worry, it's not like this is a live video. It's absolutely fine. Okay, so I did do a TikTok with my daughter to keep her happy, um, and then I mentioned Clubhouse, and uh, Sue Sue was the first to mention it today. Um, so I wondered how long that would be to be uh, to come up in today's conversation. Um, I got my invite yesterday, actually, on that. So my guilty pleasure, sorry, I digress, um, is decorating. I really enjoy decorating and particularly getting the lines right at the edge where the wall meets the ceiling or the wall meets the skirting board. Um, what else? Uh, my three kids uh, have all played football, um, and that's the one time a week where I can go out, get some fresh air, and I enjoy being the linesman. And no one else wants to do it, so I enjoy running up and down the line with the flag. Nice. I like that. Yeah. And uh, and to bring it back to football, we are both Liverpool football fans, which is uh, yeah. which is apparent. Uh, OK, Kim, same question. Your guilty pleasure, please. Um, well, my my guilty pleasure is going out to chop firewood. <laughs> um, if we like run out of kindling or um, it's, it's just a really good way to get rid of stress. And it's quite productive as well. And and, he, and you get to light, light a nice fire afterwards as well. Um, so I quite like doing that. And then my other thing that I've just started doing is um, sea swimming. Um, started in October and I've been in up until December, but I haven't had the guts to go in in January yet. So I'm, I'm still still waiting to do a January swim. Do you yeah. follow Jamie Alderton on, on Instagram? No, I don't. You no, should follow no. Jay Alderton. I think it's at Jay Alderton okay. on Instagram. He does it yeah. every day and he, he takes his GoPro and he, he records him himself doing it. He's a, oh, he's cool. the person that I thought about when, when, when you mentioned that. Okay, um, we're going to finish on two questions. One of them is, what are you excited about that is coming up? And the second one will be, apart from yourself, do you have a social media account that you like to follow so i'll let you think about that because i didn't preempt you in that is there anybody that you like your go-to whether it's instagram linkedin and it can't be yourself and it can't be one of the experts that are on this panel you've got to mention somebody that you like to get as your go-to so we'll start with craig what are you excited about that is coming up now it could be your own personal it could be further afield it could be anything so is there anything that you're excited about 
Oh, lots of different things. Um, personally, I'm looking forward to the hotels reopening. Um, I miss the adrenaline of running the hotel, the pass on a Saturday night, you know, um, the checks flying in, the printer check going, and I, I want I want that to come back. Um, as much as that will take me away from this other job which I'm doing during lockdown, um, which I which I hope still carries on. Um, I think that's the biggest thing I'm looking forward to this year. Um, in terms of perhaps technology, I've seen lockdown has caused technology, I think, to move forward so quickly. Um, it's probably moved forward five years in one year because of lockdown, because so many people have been at home. I don't think we'd have had Clubhouse without it. Um, so I'm, I'm just interested to see what will happen. Um, and I was in talks with somebody today, actually, we're thinking of creating a room and creating a hospitality group in there um, and moving forward with that. So that excites me too. Um, social media accounts I follow, you've got me there. I, the first one that actually came to mind, Mark, was you. So I'm you sorry. Can't me. Delay, Mark, so yeah, but... You can't have me. You can't have me. But we, we can come back to you. Kim. Let's go to you. Let's go to you, Kim. Um, and thank you very much, Craig, by the way. That's, that's lovely. So, Kim, who, who, uh, who is your... Uh, what are you excited about that is coming up? Um, I, I cannot wait to start travelling again. Um, I have a real thing for travel, and it's, it's killing me not being able to just get in, get out of the country or just, just go to a town, really. Um, getting, we do a lot of sailing as well, so I can't wait to get to Channel Islands and, you know, really sort of start doing things like that again. Um, I'm quite excited about Clubhouse. I've been on there a couple of weeks. I think that's going to be a really good platform for people sharing, um, sharing, sharing anything really, creating lots of different groups and rooms. And um, I think it would be brilliant for podcast guests. Um, you know, just if you're like trying to find someone to go on your show or you're looking for someone to follow, and it's actually at a really good place at the moment where there's still a chance to sort of really meet up with people that you might not have ever had access to so i think clubhouse will be really really exciting for all industries um i think you need to pick and choose your time that you spend there because i think it's a massive time suck and you could be there for hours um and um and then what else um yeah what was it what's the, what the other question mark oh, it was who yeah who, who do you so who's your go-to so when you're on instagram for example yeah. or facebook is there one account that you just as an instant go-to and it doesn't have to be a person it could be a you know it could be a like a, a, a collective you know what I mean yeah well there's, there's a couple actually um there's a very good one for social media managers called um work in social they said on Instagram which is full of memes of people working in social media which is just hilarious um and, and if, you, if you go and have a look you'll see what I mean um and then also Janet Murray UK Jan Murray UK is a fantastic account for getting ideas for everything to do with social media and her instagram reels and tiktoks are very good at the moment as well so they're, they're really worth a watch especially if you like ever struggle with creating content they're, they're just brilliant they're really really fun as well it's a really good way to learn i will second i will second that and i'm enjoying uh janet's reels tiktoks uh, at the murray and uh, at, yeah. at the murray at the moment and i am going to tag her in so uh, she does see this on the feed. Uh, okay, Sue, moving down uh, to your good self. What is the one thing you're yeah. excited about and who do you follow? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to sort of getting back to normal, getting back in the office, being able to have my door open and people can actually walk in the office and speak to me. Um, I've spent the last 10 months doing 
Zoom workshops, which is exhausting. Um, and so I just want to get people back into my little boardroom that I have and we can have a nice lunch and we can have nice coffee and do all the things that we used to do, which takes a lot away a lot of the pain and agony when they're trying to learn about social media. So I'm really looking forward to getting getting back to that and going on holiday somewhere, anywhere, just somewhere sun, sunny would be lovely. Um, who do I follow? Um, oh gosh, hundreds of people, but people that stick out to me um, are I'm a member of Digital Women. Um, and that's been a really good support mechanism through lockdown, as well as being, you know, just people who were doing the same job as me, who I can actually talk to about various things. It's been nice and it's a really good networking um, platform. So anything that digital women do, it's, it's a great organization and I like to follow them. Um, but for a bit of fun, there's also social tea, which I think is a bit like the other part um, that Tim mentioned, but it's it's kind of like an anonymous place that social media managers can send in the awful things that they get asked to do at work and uh, they kind of put them out in quite a humorous way um you know something along the lines where the ceo goes can we completely shift our strategy this afternoon and can you take everything down that you've just planned all those kind of funny things that as a social media manager if your client turns around and says that you really feel it and you know how how painful that is so that's quite a fun um fun character uh, fun account i like to follow as well fantastic becky um, what I'm excited about is probably everything that the other three guys have said, very similar. I'd, I'd actually written down just being able to uh, interact properly with people again, whether that be when I'm delivering training and events, visiting hospitality, travel. I miss travel so, so much. To me, I work for my holidays and my travel. I absolutely love that side of things. Um, and when you're delivering workshops uh, like Sue, I do deliver lots of workshops online. It's never quite the same as having that feedback that you get when you are there in the room in front of people. Um, it's different and we've had to do it, obviously. And we um, we have pivoted, for want of a better word. Um, in terms of accounts, um, I'm going to do this slightly differently. And um, there's a couple of Facebook pages in the hospitality sector that I think do things very well. Um, one of them is a local um, restaurant to me um, called Grumpy's in Farsley. Um, and I just love their Facebook page. It's so authentic. It's so people orientated. It's just a small independent business and they just really get it right as far as I'm concerned. And then especially during the last lockdown, um, Rockcliffe Hall did some great stuff on their Facebook page as well. Um, so they're kind of like just a couple off the top of my head that I would recommend for people to look at for inspiration. And then there's just there's a controversial guy. I don't know if anybody knows him at all or follows him on LinkedIn called Chris Williams. Um, if you follow Chris, um, He's, he's quite fun to follow because he puts out controversial opinions and statements, et cetera, on his LinkedIn, um, which a lot of us wouldn't dare to put out there. Um, but it gets amazing engagement and interaction. So if you want to look at a way that other people are doing things completely differently, then give him a follow. Um, and he's probably like Marmite, I would say. He'd probably either love or hate what he's, what he's doing. So, yeah, they're my suggestions. Some good and fantastic recommendations. And, and thank you, everybody, for that. Now, really important, 
this is why we've, we've got you here. How is the best place, talking about social media followers, where is the best place that people can, can find you? Very, very quickly, Kim, where's the, the, the place of choice that you would like anybody to get in contact if they want to find out more about you? Okay, thanks, Mark. Um, if you head to Instagram, and my Instagram handle is at Devon Lee Social. That'd be great. Fantastic. Thanks. Craig? Uh, probably in my, in my Facebook group, which is just the Restaurant Industry Network group. Fantastic. That's probably the best way. Becky? Um, for me, probably on LinkedIn. So Becky Whitaker, and my company is People by People. And Sue? Sorry, um, just catch designs across all the platforms. Um, and just on LinkedIn, it's Sue Thompson UK. Um, but any of those, I'm available to DM on all of them. Fantastic. And I will be putting all of the links that we have talked about today in the blog post that is gonna get created and you'll be able to find that in the show notes and we are gonna timestamp this live video so you can come back to it at any point and you can skip to the section because we have been going for over an hour. Now, one takeaway that I have got from the answers just then is that everybody on our expert panel is looking forward to getting away and going for a holiday. Now, these are just the four people that we have got on this chat. Try and put yourself into the mindset of the people that are at home, your potential guests, your previous guests. Everybody is gagging and dying to go for a holiday. So that means utilize social media. That means that talking, documenting your business. People buy from people. It's, it's, it's clear that the posts that do the best aren't when you are just talking about how good your beds are or your food that you do, or the view that you have. It's documenting your day-to-day, -day, talking about what you're doing. You don't have to do a silly TikTok dance if you don't want to, but the most important thing that you do do is you start doing. Don't procrastinate, don't just wait. Just go and post content out there, document on any of the platforms. Doesn't matter what it is, whichever the one you wanna get, get good at the bestest. And you can start now. You can really start by doing it now. All you need to do is to take a picture of the screen. Take a picture of the screen with all the experts that are here and I'll get the experts up in a second and they can all do a wave and you can all take a picture of it. Go and share that picture and put it on stories, Instagram stories, go put it on LinkedIn, go put it on Facebook, go put it. Say that you've been watching this video with experts from social media and with, with over 50 other hospitality owners from all over the world that have tuned in live. And most importantly, what you can do is make sure you tag all of us in it and in the comments, if you haven't done so already, make sure you leave a link to your website. Make sure you leave a link to your business. Tell everybody where you are in the world because you never know who's watching this video on the live or on the replay. You may get your next guest watching this. So give yourself a bit of free promotion in the comments below, whether it's on Facebook or YouTube, LinkedIn, wherever you're watching this back. Now this is being episode one of season 11 of the Boostly podcast. And if you've enjoyed it, I would love for you to let me know. I, I, I crave your feedback on this. If this is something that you want me to do more of, then please let me know. Post it in the comments below. Because what I want to do with this season is I want to cover every chapter that's going to be coming up in the book direct playbook. This is my first ever book. Uh, that I've ever written. It's coming out in November of 2021. This week of recording, I am going through a book writing boot camp, and 
it's a lot to take on, especially with everything else that's going on, having COVID, homeschooling, looking after the wife who's been in bed the last few days, three kids, puppy, and all the other shit that's going on. And to do this, it's a lot of work. This is why I look so ridiculously tired, but it has been so effective into me trying to get everything that's up here on, onto a piece of paper. So social media is going to be a chapter. And the next episode that I want to do is about systems and structure. So we're talking about PMS, property management software, talking about channel managers, talking about pricing and all of those things. So if you would like me to do that episode to give you a bit of help and again, just to sort of spread the awareness of the book, let me know below. And if you want to come and join the Book Direct Squad, which is our early release, all you need to do is go to boosted.co.uk forward slash book. You get behind the scenes looks to everything. You get exclusive page reads. Uh, I am going to do a exclusive Zoom call with everybody that, that joins before the books gets launched just to walk you through all the tips. And you will get a release day special price offer discount, whatever you want to call it. So if you want to come and join the squad and help me write and design this thing, uh, go to boostly.co.uk forward slash book. And if someone could put that in the comments, that'd be massive. But before we go, everybody, uh, I'm going to bring you all back onto the screen. I just want to say thank you so much for doing this, for being episode one of, of season 11. So what we're going to do, we're going to do one big cheesy wave just to say uh, goodbye <laughs> for the outro to come on in. Uh, please do go and follow all of our experts. All of the links will be on there. They've already told you how they can go and find you. And then so let's all say bye so everybody can take a picture on the count of three big cheesy waves. Bye, bye, bye. Thank you so much. And I shall see you when we see you.